This Torah comes from Yerushalayim, uh, Shabbos, Parshas, Vayechi. We placed the tombstone on my revered and holy mother yesterday. So I wanted to talk about a Torah from the Beirach Moshe. The uh, beginning of chapter 49 of Genesis starts with uh, Yaakov called his, Jacob called his son saying, gather together and I will tell you that which will occur to you in the end of days. That's chapter 49, verse 1. Um, but in fact, if you read on, he doesn't in fact tell them what will occur at the end of days. Uh, he wanted to reveal to his children the time of the final redemption, but then the Medrash says the Shekhinah departed from him. The spirit of prophecy departed from him. The Medrash is trying to... Um, understand uh, what happened between the time it says gather together and I will tell you and the gathering without telling what happened in between and so the Medrash invokes a, an anxiety attack within Jacob saying quoting Rashi maybe heaven forbid one of my offspring is spiritually compromised Shema yesh pesul, yesh pesul, yesh b'mitosi pesul. Like the Zayda, like Avram, who had a Yishmael, or my father, Yitzchak, who had an Esau. This is an amazing medrash that suggests that Yaakov Avinu was trying to intellectually rationalize why the spirit of prophecy was suddenly withdrawn from him when all his children was gathered around his deathbed, uh, and um, he was having this anxiety attack, really. Maybe I was compromised in my genetic progeny, uh, the way my grandfather and my father. And so his children responded, Hear, O Israel, the, 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 God is our one, God is one, God is our God. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. His children responded, Hero Israel. Remember that this verse comes from Deuteronomy that Moses is adjuring the children of Israel. And that verse, Hero Israel, the, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, is now a part of our doxology. And we say it twice a day, and it's the beginning of the Shas, Me'emosai Korona Shema. So this Shema Yisrael is fraught with the history and uh, it's the last word that a person says when they die and when they give up their soul and when they are um, actually um, about to martyr themselves hear our israel the lord our god the lord is one so it's taken out of context from Moses, moses's adjuration and placed here in the mouth of the children and here israel doesn't mean the people Israel, but here, O Israel, meaning here, Jacob. Now you hear, hear, listen up, Jacob, Dad. Don't you worry about any possible flaw in your progeny, in your genetics. We all believe that God is one and God is our God. And then the Medrash continues with this redundant statement. Omru, they also said, Kashem she'ein bilvad just like in your heart he is one, so too in our hearts he's one. 
And that's a problem for the Beirach Moshe. That's redundant. What you need, you just said to me, Shema Yisrael, why do you have to then say, Kach Belibenu, there's only one? So, again, the questions are, why did Jacob attribute the departure of the Shechina as an issue with the emuna of his children? And why wasn't it sufficient for the children just to say the Shema? Why did they have to explain their faith? And why did they specifically compare it to the emuna of their father? And finally, his response was, Baruch Shem Kavod Machusoli Alom Ed. Blessed is the name of the honored kingship forever and ever. Now this comes out of a Psochim, Gemara Psochim 56a. It's, a, it's, a, it's an agadata. And it turns out that Baruch Shem Kavod Machusoli Olom Ed isn't in the, in the Bible, in the Torah. Moses says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echad, and goes straight into the Ahavta, and you should love the Lord your God. This addition or insertion in the liturgy of Baruch Shem Kavod Malchusoli Elon Va'ed comes later, because that posuk is a posuk out of Novi. And the rabbis had a problem and said, should we insert it or not? If we insert it, then it's not a respect for Moses, who just went from Shema straight into the Ahavta. But if we don't, then we're we're being poigame the the Novi Yoshua. So let's do the following: we will say it, but we will say it belachash. We'll say it quietly, and so that is our custom to say Shema, insert Baruch Shem Kavod quietly, carry on with the Ahavta aloud, except on Yom Kippur when we say it out loud the entirety. So the Beiruch Moshe carries on by saying there are two ways for a person to achieve faith, emunah. One way is the rational approach, which is through the study of philosophy and theology, in order to understand rationally that there is the divine, the Rebun Shalom in the world. And the other approach to faith, to emunah, is based on a tradition that's passed down from generation to generation. That, that approach is non-rational. It's based on the Masoirah. And Rav Yosef Yavetz, known as the Hasid Yavetz, lived in the times of the Spanish Inquisition in the 1200s, and the subsequent expulsion of the Jews from Spain. And he records a fascinating observation in his Sefer entitled Or HaChayim. This is not the Or HaChayim of the 1700s. This is the Or HaChayim of Rabbi Yosef Yavitz. He writes there that those people who studied Emunah in Spain, in the golden age of Spain, from a rational approach, using the Mutakalim philosophers and applying it to Torah, they were the first to abandon their belief and become apostates during the persecution and the Inquisition. On the other hand, the country bumpkins, the less learned individuals, whose faith was founded on the traditions of their fathers and parents and teachers, held on to their beliefs in the fa- even in the face of tremendous adversity. Those were the men, women and children who gave their lives, Al-Kiddush Hashem, in sanctifying God's name in public, Hashem Yimkom Domum, ending it with the Shema Yisrael. It's interesting that if you read Viktor Frankl, Elie Wiesel, and, and Primo Levi, and those who wrote about the Holocaust having been there, made a similar observation about the apostasy of those poor Kadoshim who's perished in Auschwitz. The first to go were the rationalists and philosophers and 
theologians of Berlin, Frankfurt, Vienna, and the capitals of Europe who had achieved enlightenment and modern Haskalah, they were the first to lose their faith and often the first to perish. And the Prosteiden, the country bumpkins from Galicia, Poland, Hungary, who had no philosophical, uh, uh, rational uh, sophistication, they were the ones who survived. Now, this observation is counterintuitive, because if I have a rational understanding of the divine, surely that trumps some kind of lower-level emotional feeling. But the deeper understanding results in a deeply rooted faith uh, based on what you receive from others. And the Bnei Yisoscha, the, the din of a Rebbe, offers an insight into this phenomena. Emuna that is rooted in our tradition goes back to the giving of the Torah at Mount Sinai, which is directly connected to an experience of Hashem. As a result, that emuna that stems from the Rebona Shalom, from Dveikas, from an experience, experiential uh, experience directly, is as enduring as he is. And therefore, counterintuitively, an emuna based on a tradition that goes back to an experience of the divine is more enduring than on man's uh, rational mind, which is not limitless, there's a threshold to human wisdom and abilities, as we know, if we look at Wittgenstein and the end of philosophy and see how philosophy and truth and all that is based and has its limits. And so when one, someone attains their emuna through rational proofs and logic, the emuna is limited. And when put to the test, it doesn't have the same resilience as the simple emuna that's connected to an everlasting power source. Now let's go back to Jacob. He did not have any suspicions that any of his children had a psul regarding belief in Hashem from a rational point of view. When he saw that the Shechina had departed from him and he lost his prophecy to tell them about the end times, he was concerned that those amongst them had chosen only the rational approach to Emunah instead of relying on tradition. This is a huge Chiddush in the Beirach Moshe. It's a dazzling, dazzling thought. Although they may have appeared to be steadfast in their faith, the rational approach did not perpetuate itself in the long run. And that was the basis for his anxiety. The children of Yaakov Avinu to be able to show him that their faith would last through the long night of exile. So they responded by saying Shema, a declaration of the pure faith that he had conferred upon them. But... More than that, what we considered the redundancy, they did not provide him with rational proofs and logical statements to confirm the existence of God. They continued their statement by saying, just like in your heart there is only one, so in our heart. Meaning, in the same way that in your heart, your emuna in Hashem's oneness is not based on rational Shema Yisrael, but based on what you receive from your father and grandfather, so too our emuna is based on dveikus, on that experience of the divine which we receive from you, not based on any philosophical or scientific approach. And therefore, that statement is not redundant. Yaakov Avinu, in recognition of the fact that the Amun of his children would stand strong, responds, Boroshem Kavod Machoso, Le'olam Vo'ed. Blessed is the name of his honored kingship 
forever and ever, i.e. this type of Amuna, I, I am feeling relieved by your telling me because I know that this will last forever and ever, that the Amuna of the children of Yaakov declared will ensure the recognition of the divine forever and ever. I was very blown away by this Beirach Moshe because this idea of Heosvu Vagid Olachem, that he wanted to tell us the end times, to tell us that the long night of exile will end and when the Geula will come, was withheld from him. We don't know from the text why it was withheld. The Medrash is struggling with the fact that the Shekhinah and the spirit of prophecy was removed from him so that he could not give us the end times. Uh, and true to Midrashic style, we took it upon ourselves, as Yaakov did, that it must have been our fault, that there's a psul in us. And yet the children of Jacob give him the resolution and he re- the relief from his anxiety uh, that our faith-based religion isn't based only on the rational but also on the experiential. And this may explain why in today's Dachyomi it says a person should always go into the Gemarim Brochus, into a synagogue, a base of tefillah, a place of worship through two doors. Now, the the Gemara is quite enigmatic. What does it mean by two doors? And the Rishonim struggle with it. Maybe there should be an outer door so that you have time, according to the Svasemis, to reflect on the different levels of experience that you're about to enter into a different space, a spiritual space that needs preparation. It's all nice, but it would explain, for me, the Beirach Moshe. That is, the two doors that you have to go into, the spiritual realm of your life, are the two doors of rational and non-rational. You can't give up on the rational. We can't walk around uh, just believing because we had the tradition only without using the cop, without using the mind. We were given a mind to use, as Rav Soloveitchik once told me. <laughs> we were given a mind to use it. We were born in the 20th century for a reason. We have to use our head. But also we have been given the tradition of the fathers. And in that tradition, there is a tradition of uh, an experiential, non-rational experience of the divine. Now, having been brought up in a post-Holocaust era uh, in which any kind of experience of that nature was frowned upon, considered a luxury by those um, who had any inkling of what we have gone through 70 years ago, uh, I find it uh, a difficult stretch. How is it that we can rebuild somehow? How can we rebuild an experience uh, in the face of the tremendum of what happened. And for me, uh, the only thing I have left are our texts. So it is a textual-based uh, reader-response uh, kind of uh, experience for me that I find wallowing and dipping and drowning in the texts, uh, I find solace uh, to try to reconstruct a new experience.